0: So, Bruno, for our young listeners who are still in college, what subjects or classes, the types of classes, do you recommend they study? You already said in the Espresso Shots interview that really their major doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. But what do you think they need to study in order to hone certain skills that you think will help them when they try to break into this industry?
1: Well, if your love is television, as you well know better than I do, Andrea, broadcasting is, is still the, the degree to have. It's key if you want to be in broadcasting your television. Obviously, the music business is a lot more fluid, and you could be a philosopher. My focus was political science and business. I had no clue that there was an entertainment and music business because, I, you know, coming from Spain, we, we didn't know about that. But it's really important, like I said, if you also want to eventually, once you once your foot's in the door... Or I've actually seen it the other way around where a lot of lawyers and MBAs just don't like that they studied law or got the master's degree or are not happy with it because deep down inside they want to be with creatives and all work in the creative field and they'll switch over. So it really is very fluid. What really got me in... Here was communications. I took it as an elective. So when I came from Spain in the early 80s, I took a communications course. And it was mostly to learn English better and work on my accent. And Andrea, things happen when they're supposed to happen. This is how I started in the entertainment industry here in the United States. So I took a communications course, and it was about public speaking and and grammar, accent production, and everything else. I happened to sit next to a girl who I became really close with, and we started hanging out. And one day I said to her, you want to go have dinner or something? And she said, no, I got to go to the radio station. I'm like, radio station? What the hell is that? I mean, I knew what a radio station was, but I'm like, radio station here? And she goes, yeah, I work at the college station, WVUM. I'm like, what? She goes, you want to come and see it? I'm like, yeah, sure. So she takes me up to the, to the to radio station. It's kind of like open Sesame when you walk into a cave. It was probably 5,000 albums at that time. It was vinyl. It was like, I felt like Aladdin walks into the cave and sees all those riches of diamonds and everything. I'm like, oh my God, 5,000 vinyl albums. And I said, what are you doing here? She says, I am a DJ. I'm like, what, what is that? She goes, I put records, college radio was free format, so you put whatever you want. It's not like you have to put the top 40 songs. So I just sat there watching her put records for three hours. I'm like, oh my God, you're like, it's amazing. After that I said, how do you get a job like this? Do you get paid? She goes, oh, I get like 30 bucks a week. I'm like, I would do it. I would pay. I said for that. She goes, oh, if you really <laughs> want to do that, let me connect you with the program director. Program director says to me, yeah, we definitely need college students. You have a little bit of an accent. I'm going to put you at four in the morning. I didn't care, Andrea. I was like, I was on the air playing the music I wanted to play, which at that time was psychedelic furs and Japan and the cure and Duran Duran. Oh, all that yeah. Stuff from the early 80s. I was putting all my music on. My friends would call from four to seven. I was loving that job so much that I didn't even go, like, I was afraid if I went to sleep at 10 p.m., I would not wake up at four. So I would stay up all night just to be on time at four in the morning to start my shift. It would finish at seven, and then I'd go home and maybe crash for two or three hours before I'd go back to school and do my classes. But that's how it started for me, by chance meeting at a communications class. And that, I can't even begin to tell you, in a nutshell, after I'd been at the radio station for a couple months, it was second floor of the student union. The newspaper, the college newspaper was across the hall, and so was the concert committee. So the, the editor of the newspaper would come in you know, once a week and say, hey, any good records that you guys have, we need reviews on them. And we say, yeah, this week, Peter Tosh or you know, whatever, whoever released an album. And one time he said to me, hey, do you mind writing a review? Because our reviewer is sick. I'm like, I've never done this, but sure. That's the other thing about this business. Learn as you go along. If you want to do it, just learn. Don't say no, just learn as you go along. So I started writing album reviews. And then the guys next door from the concert company come in and say, what are the songs or the albums or the artists that you know students are requesting so we could look at possibly booking those acts here? And I'd give them a list, you know, these are the ones. And they'd say, hey, do you want to help us book these shows? I'm like, yeah, absolutely. I did not know what, what it meant, but i absolutely right. And then at that time, there were college reps. Every record company had what they called college reps, college students who would basically service music, new releases, new albums to the radio stations. The guy from CBS Record would come in and he'd drop off the latest Psychedelic like Furs or Bangles album or whatever. And one day I happened to be at the station when he was dropping them off because I was always doing the graveyard shift and he used to come in during the day. I happened to be there and I said, what do you do? He goes, well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a college director for CBS Records. And I said, what, do, what is your job? He goes, well, my job is I get the records and I schedule interviews and I give program directors of music. I'm like, oh my God, that's fascinating. There's a record label. He explained to me what a record label was because that's how green I was. Right. And he was graduating. He goes, hey, do you want to apply for my job? That was how my career started. I never sent a resume, Andrea, until 15 years later. No By kidding. hitting the class communications class, a girl who sat next to me who was a DJ at the station. That's why you got to listen to everybody. Everybody has something to contribute. Everybody just got to be open minded. And it's not about what is my agenda? What is my agenda? What do I get from this person? That's how my career started. And it ran for, gosh, good 15 years until I decided I'm going to slow down and take something else.